Welcome to the Let Your Woo Woo Show podcast, where we discuss a wide range of topics from weird science to everyday miracles. We feature interesting people, places, and ideas. This podcast is about getting curious, educating ourselves, and celebrating all the wild, wonderful, and sometimes weird aspects of this world we share. The intent of the show is to open up our minds to new ideas in a fun and informative way and ultimately help deepen our connection with ourselves, each other, and this world we interact with. If you like deep discussions and out-of-the-box topics, you are in the right place. Welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of Let Your Woo Woo Show podcast, where I am so excited to have on uh, somebody that I've been following for a couple of years now, because uh, she is somebody who I've been admiring the journey of. Um, she is a multi-passionate, multi-talented entrepreneur. Her name is Kelly Mason. Um, this woman is bringing her light and healing into the world. Um, and it's been through her own evolution. She started as uh, working as a hairstylist and a performing artist, much like myself. Um, and she's into yoga, meditation, Reiki healing, astrology, crystal work, shamanic rituals, podcasting. Uh, FYI, that podcasting, Kelly, we got to get into that because the audience needs to know about your podcast. She also teaches um, coaches with uh, the Limitless Soul Collective, which is a gathering that she's created of other um, soulpreneurs who are in this industry and kind of working their way through all of this energy and what to do with it. Um, Kelly, you are limitless embodied 100%. I love how you question societal norms and how you break down those invisible boundaries that we allow ourselves to be locked into and you explore it all you don't play small you know you um don't put yourself in a box so the word limitless is super fitting for you and i'm just so happy that you've embraced that because little do you realize but you know stephanie here baby in the journey of spiritualism you know i'm but a baby but i've been following you for years and i feel like Watching you has given me permission to really embrace all everything I'm interested in and really embrace the fact that I can explore everything. So I wanted to start our journey on this podcast and to um, allow the listener to get to know you a little better and how you came into this world of limitlessness. Oh. Thank you, Steph. Am I, am I crying? I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like the nicest thing anyone said to me in a really long time. Thank you for that really beautiful introduction. Um, yeah, Limitless. Wow. That has been, uh, yeah, that's funny to hear it said like that, like Limitless Embodied, because, you know, that's been my mission. That's been my, my, my goal, if you will. I'm a Capricorn sun, so I'm like, goal-oriented. I like lists. I'm like, let's go with, <laughs> you know, some structure and some, some vision. And I like something to work towards. And so to, to throw the paradox of the fact that limitless is my nature and the way I operate my life, there is no goal. There is no end. There is no place I'm going. 
Um, and I think that's really important for people to hear before I kind of start talking about my journey and we start having this discussion is that to be limitless isn't a, a privilege. It's not um, something that you get to experience because you came into this world and you, you know, have had all of these experiences in past lives or whatever. It's like this is every single human being, soul, um, experience that we can all have. I think that's important to remember because we can get really wrapped up in like, well, I haven't done enough yet or I'm a baby in spirituality or I don't know, I haven't done enough trainings or all these things and it's like the thing that keeps coming up to me is a willingness and if we're willing, you can have it all. You can do it all, you can create it all. And you know, for me in, in my mission of being limitless, not even becoming, because I like, I'd like to think of it as like being, because it's already there, it already exists. It's, our, it's just waiting for us to realize, right? We're just like waiting to be like, oh, holy shit. Like, can I say that? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you can say shit all you want. <laughs> it's like, it's right here in front of me the whole time. And I just think, I just wanted to tell everyone no who's listening to this because it is kind of interesting when you hear someone say so many nice things to you and all the things you've accomplished and things that you're doing. You're like, wow, did I earn this? No, I didn't earn anything. It's just that, um, you know, my journey has been uh, just a returning to remembering who I am, remembering what, what I'm here for. And that we all have that ability. We all have that ability. So if you if you look at somebody's physical manifestation, someone's reality that they are presenting, it's like, and you think, well, I can't do that until I move here or until I accomplish this or until I know these people or all of these things. Um, that's the only thing that's in your way of being limitless is that limited uh view of possibility so I just want to throw that out there um that you know all of the things that uh are happening in my life and then, like you said Stephanie's just like oh I've been you know watching you and and connecting with you since maybe I was teaching hair on stage or doing you know classes on on things like highlights for hair um and now you know I still do that I actually still work in my salon but uh, I started to realize that my journey was the, the point. Like the, the things I was going through and experiencing were the point of, of what I'm supposed to be doing here. And it's really opened up a lot of doors. It's opened up a lot of um, things physically, but, but also just the way I feel uh, inside. And um, yeah, it's been a ride. <laughs> It's, and it continues to be. It's like, wow, what's next? I don't know. <laughs> well, I love that you said how you have a plan and yet there is no real destination. Yeah. So I, I totally feel you there. Just on a side note, I'm a Sagittarius rising, but my sun and my moon are in Taurus and Capricorn, or in, yeah, sun in Taurus, moon in Capricorn. So We're I- opposite. 100% hear you though and feel you because like there's this like 
anybody who's not necessarily into astrology and the listener, if you're unsure what all this means is for um, myself, it's just fire and earth together. <laughs> and then, so there's this duality that, you know, uh, one minute I'm like, oh, too much fire. One minute I'm like, oh, too much earth, you know? So it's always this yeah. looking for the balance through it all. So when I, I guess that's what my heart connects to you so much because I, I've listened to you through the podcast, um, just kind of working your way through all that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've seen your evolution. I've been listening to it. So, you know, and again, that, that that's really helped me to, number one, come out, see the different realms of interest. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. I gotta check that out. But also just to say, oh, wow, I see that in me, mm-hmm. right? So your journey, I know that you are blessed um, to have had an uncle who is also a healer. Is that correct? Yeah, he's a meditation teacher. Well, he would say he's a teacher of equanimity. And so that's kind of the foundation of, I guess, my what what sparked all this interest. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> what? What is equanimity? I had no idea what that word meant. And it's carried so much um, value to me. And uh, what he would teach is is the things that he was, um, you know, around and shared with from his guru, because he was from a time where like Ram Das and Timothy Leary were doing a lot of experiments with LSD and like traveling to India and finding spirituality, which really went mainstream. And um, my aunt and uncle, my great aunt and uncle is my grandma's sister and her husband. And they uh, lived in New York City. She was a model and he was, uh, you know, in finance and and things like that in New York back in the 60s. And, you know, like hippie times. And they ended up going to India. And um, (laughs) when he tells me, when he he's since passed but when he would tell me these stories of like seeing his guru in the clouds and he was like talking to him I'm like come on now like (laughs) you're you're are you you were on something like he's like no you know it's just like those when you're when that willingness comes like I was saying when the willingness is there and you're open it's it's really funny because you say like be open be like open-hearted open-minded but you know, the, the nuance of that is a willingness to be shown something by something greater than your, your mind can comprehend. And so, you know, it's like if you're walking in the woods and you get quiet and you're really present, you're not on your phone, you're not flipping through Instagram while you're walking and looking up and you're really in it, in nature, and you come out of the woods like, feeling refreshed, feeling cleansed, and maybe you got some messages and you're like, wow, these messages are from the trees and are literally the trees opening their mouths and talking to you. I don't know, maybe, I don't know what your experience is like, but you know, you get these messages, like you're saying of feeling like earth. It's like, well, what does earth mean? Like, what is earth energy? It's like, okay, you see a tree and you're like, whoa, so grounded, so strong, so connected, right? To their soil and the dirt and everything that's underneath the bugs and just rooted strongly so that the wind is blowing. I'm watching a tree right now, like the wind is blowing this tree like rapidly. My kid's school was canceled today because they had a power outage from the wind. And it's like that tree is just so strong. It's not like, 
wind, you need to stop blowing today. You're really bothering me. You're affecting like my, I'm trying to like grow my leaves back. It's been winter, I'm dormant. Like, what are you doing wind, sun? Can you shine a little brighter? These clouds are in the way. It's like, no, that tree <laughs> is just chilling, like grounded, strong, flexible, and going with the flow, right? Like just going with the flow. And that's equanimity, right? Like that is, it's unaffected by what else is going on around it. It's not demanding. It's not controlling. It's not telling the other elements that they need to do something different. They are. They just are. So when people say like, just be, just be in the present moment, just be, it's that. And you know, those are the messages, like when my uncle tells me stories of his guru, in that time, you know, that's his experience was having a guru. And my experience is a little different. And that's so cool too, is that we all have these different experiences with different teachers, different ways of connecting. And for me, I connect with nature really strongly. Um, I connect with many teachers is my path. And um, that wasn't his path. His path was with a guru teacher. And that was the way that he experienced life. And my experience has been the path of many teachers. And some of those teachers are my kids. Some of those teachers are the trees and the elements and things like that. But they're all teaching us and returning us to the same thing, which is equanimity, which is love, which is presence, which is being unaffected by the outside world that we cannot control. And if there's any time better that we are all realizing this and why there's an awakening happening right now is because we have all been shown that we cannot control what is going on in the outside world. And if you resist and say, you know, defy and like try to push through, you experience suffering. And if you surrender and say, okay, this is all happening in the outside world right now, like all over the country, all over the world, I can't do anything about it, but what I can do is, right, turn your attention inward. How am I feeling right now? What am I doing right now? Where am I right now? What am I being right now? What can I, how can I find centering in the storm, in the swirling, all the chaos, just like the tree? I think that's why earth signs are so great but that's just my opinion <laughs> i'm like we're the best just kidding right we are um because <laughs> you know it's like hold down the fort like earth energy you know when we talk about astrology and these things like that it's like it yes it's like okay where's the planets what's the things but it's like can you go deeper into that and my astrology teacher, Deborah Silverman, is really focused on more of like the shamanic aspects of like, and I say shamanic aspects, but I, what I mean by that is really by the, the nature uh, mm -hmm. connection to things having to do with elements, having to do with the energy of earth, the energy of fire, right? Like you say, oh, sometimes I'm battling this fire and earth. It's like they all have to coexist at the same time. They all have to find harmony within them right you don't want to be right harmony. I love harmony. It. yeah you don't want to be too fiery because it's so intense you might burn people and freak them out and like push people away you don't want to be too grounded because then you're lazy and you don't get anything done you don't want to be too airy fairy airy like woo head in the clouds because you can't focus and and create so you don't want to be too watery. You're an emotional wreck. You can't like get out of bed. It's like, oh my God, everything just affects me. So it's 
in, in equanimity, it's finding the harmony within the elements and they are you and they are a reflection of you. So I have no idea what you just asked me, but for the listener, before we came on this, I said, Kelly, we can go as woo woo as you want to go like this. Well, you is- asked the right person. Yeah. Like, let's just, let's just go there. Um, <laughs> well, actually the, I think one of the biggest questions that I've had, and I'm sure the listener will be interested in is, did you have one moment of awakening? Like some people like you hear of, or was it several moments Um, or a combination of both like is there anything that you can actually pinpoint and say oh my goodness this was when I finished a sentence right like (laughs) this is when I woke yeah that's such a great question in like the current climate of like people so obsessed with like talking about like awakening and woke and like it's not new age it's not really like buzzwords because it's been around for a really long time like this concept of awakening this concept of of becoming aware of yourself um taking accountability for your actions stuff what you choose to what a concept do (laughs) um but to that question of like is there a time where i had a pivotal awakening um i think that i think it's been like a series of things um throughout my life and i don't you know this is another one of those things where each person has a unique experience like a lot of times awakening can happen and and like that je ne sais quoi of like live life to the fullest like you know just say la vie i'm gonna do anything anything i want to do because life's too short and you realize that um and that can often happen from trauma or traumatic experiences, near-death experiences, life-threatening experiences, witnessing something like that, uh, is when, honestly, like, every person that I've ever talked to and and have, have loved their story is, like, something happened. It was a catalyst to, like, it's like the universe like, slapping you in the face, like, are you, are you dense? Like, do you see this? Like, hello, this is going to keep happening if you don't change something. And you're like, what do I change? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but for me, like, when I was really young, I I think I, I came into this life uh, in a lot of studying I've done and, and things on myself is, like, I came into this life to experience, learn, and teach and I'm like, why can't I just been like a performer or like a, you know, <laughs> like I'm like a life artist. It's like my, my job here, my dharma, if you will, like my purpose is to experience, learn from the experience and then teach, if that makes sense. And um, so from a pretty young age, I was like learning hard lessons. I was experiencing really hard emotions, really hard feelings when I was a kid. And when I was 13, I was, it was so heavy and in my face that I, in my like 13 year old mind thought that it would be easier to just not do it anymore. Like I can't, this is heavy, life sucks, this is the worst. Um, And I say that really like lightly and kind of funny right now, but at the time it was like, literally I knew 
and I'm you know, listening to Meghan Markle's interview and stuff and talking about that, and some people are like, she's being dramatic, like this and that. And I'm like, you know, having suicidal ideation or thoughts of not wanting to exist isn't that far out of the realm of, of you know, a possibility when you aren't able to connect with your emotional self and move energy through your body. It gets stuck and that's all you can witness. So that happened to me when I was 13 and um, I took action on it, you know, at 13 years old, which was very traumatic. It was very intense. I did not die. I am still here. So, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, something like that happens in your life really early on. I spent a lot of my time from then on, like, questioning everything. My parents thought I was like, they always, they're like, oh my God, you're just so much, so much to handle. Like, ah, can't you just be like the other kids? Like, just keep living. And I'm like, no, why? This, so at a very young age, I think that was like probably the first like crack open in the egg, if you will, of awakening where I was different. And I, you know, I was different than my friends. I was different than my siblings. And my parents were like, you're different. <laughs> And so that was like the first crack in the egg where I started to look at life differently. And I, I started going down a path of, like I said, I have to experience, learn, and teach. I started to exper experiment and experience using drugs and things like this. And so that changed my perspective. And that changed my perspective on like possibility and like what the view of life is. So I have these different views now developing. And... Um, I kept coming back to like a really heavy dark place because I was using all those things thinking like I said, you know There is no destination. I thought there's a destination here to be found my little Capricorn brain is like where are we going? Let's get there and then let's move on and that just never happened It just was like this karmic cycle of pain and suffering so you know, I, I ended up moving back to Michigan from Texas and that was probably the second crack in the egg where I was like faced with this this fork in the road. Do I keep doing the self-destructive behavior or do I try to do something different? And that self-destructive behavior was like circling me back to like, I don't wanna do this anymore, I don't wanna live, this is annoying, like I hate this life. <laughs> Which is funny because I love life now so much that I went through all of this. Uh, but at that point, I chose different, I became a hairdresser. And becoming a hairdresser was like a huge crack open for me of my awakening because I realized that I had a purpose. I realized that I, I could be of service and that that made me feel better than being selfish and self-centered and self-sabotaging. And I was like, this is great. I can make other people, I like, I can make people laugh. I can make people like leave my chair feeling enthusiastic and alive. And I can see it in their eyes that there's something happening here and witnessing it uh, of, 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 of activation there's something there so that was another one and then blah da 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 my journey I become a hairdresser I start I'm very goal oriented so I started having all these big goals you know I got kind of stuck back in that loop again of like the next thing is going to make me feel better the next thing so I just became addicted to that and then um I had everything like I was doing everything I was like I felt like I was like at like a peak right I'm like oh I was like getting all these opportunities and stuff. And I was so stressed. <laughs> I was so stressed. I was so upset. 
I felt like I was trying to control everything, right? Like circling back to equanimity, I was like trying to control everything. And I was in New York at Fashion Week working and my uncle lives there and we were out to dinner, you know, and we'd been out to, you know, I'd seen him and met with him before, but this time was different because I was so sick of myself that we're on this walk at the, these by these yachts with my sister actually and he starts talking about more his spiritual stuff because I was always asking him a bunch of questions about like all, everything meditation and I had meditated with him before when I was like 17 no 19 and that's when I was like oh this is cool but then I was like whatever let's get back to life I'm immature right <laughs> yeah so then at that point was when the real cracking open started to happen. And um, I started meditating with him like daily. And we started to um, have like a teacher student relationship. And I was like, what is this? Because all of a sudden, like that was probably like the biggest moment, but it only was able to happen because of all the other ones, the choices and the other ones. And, um, at that point when I started meditating daily and like learning these teachings from a teacher who was passing along their experience to me, I realized, oh my God, there's so much work to be done. <laughs> there's so much work to be done. Like I'm so, I, I was like, I'm a terrible person. And, and you know, I, I let go of all of these attachments to like shame and guilt and all these things working with him. But then it was like, new stuff would all the things that I was attached to I would let go of and then I was like oh my god there's so much more that I'm attached to so there was a few times where I was like I want to unknow all of this I want to unknow I want to unlearn please take it back um because awakening isn't really fun <laughs> no there is hard work in there a hundred percent but yeah, the long story of that would be then. Like that was, I have not turned back because I knew if I turned back where I'd be. I was like, I know exactly where I'll go. Right back to being dull, depressed, trying to find things to fill the void. So my only other option is to be limitless. <laughs> my only other option is to just let go of everything and do what feels good and do what feels scary and say what is like if I feel something coming up in me, say it. And that's just what I started practicing. And it's a constant um, commitment, I'd say. I feel like it's kind of, uh, you said there are points in the journey and I, I feel you where it's kind of like, oh, this is so hard. I just want to go back. But, you know, it's kind of like, well, if you don't know, now you know. You can't go back. <laughs> No, <laughs> you can't go back. Like you can't unknow this shit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, anytime, like for me, anytime I open a new can of worms on myself, I'm just like, oh, okay. So this is where I am now. Very good. Thought I was done with this. Not so much. Okay. Some more healing to do there. And I think it's almost like the layers of the onion, you know, like you peel them off and it's like, okay, there's another layer. Okay, another tear. I'm going to cry some more here. All right, another layer. But how beautiful is life? Um, I was actually just in a training and it was, they sent us off into little breakout groups. And I think that uh, you and the listener will uh, can attest to this because we've all been through this kind of thing. But 
we had to do some work, like we were tasked to do work on limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so when he went through it, um, when we went to the breakout room, this beautiful man was bawling. He was just, oh my goodness, he was sobbing. And what it was, was that he was faced at that moment with how he was affecting his children. And so for him, and I know you have children, I, I have only my dog. So, you know, but I'm sure, I'm sure my energy, I know my energy affects others, right? So mm-hmm. um, being responsible for that, but he, what he had to work through was um, the shame and the guilt of everything that he had done to cause, um, you know, rifts in his relationship with his children because of past traumas that he had. Um, But the beautiful point that we got to in the conversation was he realized if he'd never had that, if he never went through that process of um, going through those limiting beliefs and that journey, he wouldn't even know where he was affecting his children. He never had a chance to repair that relationship. So that's what I remind myself with every time I come up to that crossroads of, oh, this is so hard you know, this, this awakening is, there are some, I guess, dark pieces of it. Uh, yeah, it's just that reminder of, well, now that I know I can bring it to the light, like now that I know I can heal it. Um, and just that self-love and that real um, giving myself a grace. And I really, I believe that that helps us all to give grace to others. Like if we can't, if we can't use that and be loving and graceful with ourselves, then it's nearly impossible to really truly do it and be that person for somebody else. And uh, like I've said before, I've been a part of, um, or at least like a listening ear in a lot of your conversations. And I feel like you're really great for holding space for people in their journey. And I know that you practice this within the salon as well, which I think is so cool. So in terms of your spiritual journey, it's brought you to a place now where you are using it in all elements of your life. So what does that look like in your business realm? oh my god it's changed everything for my business um I'm honestly always just figuring it out I feel like that's the I'm like I'm just figuring it out here we are uh but in all aspects of my business it is more rich and and being an entrepreneur can be so hard because you make all the choices you (laughs) You get to choose everything. And that's one of my passions is talking about decision making and choosing. And I just made a whole mini course about it because so many of like my students who I work with one on one friends of mine who are like, I'm stuck here. I don't know what to do. Like, I want to change. I I feel like I want to pivot, but I'm afraid. I don't even know where to start. And in my own journey, uh, I, I started uncovering cause right. I'm like so process based and system based. That's the way that my mind understands is if I can plug something in, if I can, if I can expand my consciousness enough to become aware of what it is that I really want people to experience, 
I can plug that into my subconscious, right? Like, I love talking like this. I'm like, I take this thing that I become aware of in like maybe a deep meditation or presence with nature and like a channel download. That's the way that I would explain it. Uh, if you want to go woo-woo, it's like, yeah, uh, I'm receiving messages uh, right now through my third eye. <laughs> Downloading is exactly what I call it too because yes. it's exactly what it is. Yeah, you're, you're, you're really present and connected with all of nature, with unity, with the yoke, with yoga, yoke, the wholeness of the energy epicenter that is running through all of us, prana, that you're able to hear truth. Mm-hmm through feeling and awareness. There's no other way to describe it except you have this deep inner knowing that this is the truth. And infusing that into your business is so powerful because what else are we doing than allowing other people to experience our energy through our offerings? And this can go for any business and it's kind of why I started doing what I'm doing and I've gone back and forth honestly so many times because you know I have so many facets like we all do we all have so many facets it's like what one do I focus on and I know that I'm so good at working with people who are entrepreneurs because I know what the process is of making choices that impact a lot of people not that your choices don't impact a lot of people in if you are, you know, a stay-at-home parent, or if you're, you know, not if you're not running your own business, you're still definitely impacting people. But when you're an entrepreneur and you're create, your intention is to create something that will reach many people, mm-hmm. and the energy that's behind that is of pure intention and core values that are beyond your own small self, if that makes sense. I thought, holy cow, like if we want to quote unquote change the world, meaning elevate the consciousness of the collective so that we're thinking more about the wholeness instead of ourselves, we could really make some progress here. So um, in my work, yes, I am sharing spirituality i'm sharing spiritual things but i'm sharing it with people who are creating things that are infusing that energy into them and so that is just such a big blessing to to see it happen and see the ripple effect because one of my teachings has been what's good and beneficial for you will ultimately be good and beneficial for everyone around you and that's a hard one to figure out because it's like, well, what's good and beneficial? Is it that I'm consuming and I'm taking and I'm making all this money and I'm doing all these things? It's like, if that's your version of beneficial, you're going to see greed and you're going to see, um, probably people taking advantage of you and hoarding from you. You're going to see that reflected in your outside world. So if your space that you're creating from is, there is a limitless abundance available for myself and all people. I am creating from a place of love. I'm doing everything that I'm doing for myself, yes, because I have to pay my bills and feed my kids and whatever. But the energy behind it isn't of lack, fear, competition, um, 
greed, uh, things like this, you have everything you need and you will meet, you will find those people and connect with those people who are vibrating. Like if we want to talk about vibrational frequency, it's like they're vibrating at that level. And so that has affected my business in a way that I am connected, working with, surrounded by, and in company with people who are at that same frequency. So all of my goals that I used to have of like, I want to work at fashion week and I want to be leading and I want to be traveling the world. Those goals were there. My frequency wasn't there because I wanted it for reasons that weren't necessarily good for everyone else. I was stuck in my own, I was stuck in my own, um, samsara, my own illusion, my own illusion of like, if I have more, I will be happy. If I get more, I will be happy. If I make more money, I'll be successful. And so I was stuck in that illusion, that cycle. And so when I got there to that place of like, wow, look at where I am, the people I was surrounded by, some of it wasn't so great. <laughs> and some of the things that I experienced weren't so great. Some of the things people had said to me or done to me, I was like, I don't like this. And that was part of that cracking open was like, I'm here, but I don't like this. So what had to change? Not my physical reality. If something had to change inside. So once that stuff starts to shift inside into an alignment of love, into a frequency of giving without expectation, uh, a frequency of willingness to receive without shame, we get into a place where we start aligning with people who are seeking that, are that, or can show you more of how to keep growing in it, right? So you start, you're like, people ask me like, how did you get this person on the podcast? How did you get that opportunity? How did you do these things? And I'm like, I am existing in this frequency. And I know that when my reality starts to go a little like crumbly and like I'm starting to like not get results of alignment, not even manifestation, but alignment, where I'm like, I don't, why am I around these people? Why are people, why, this is not good. I'm like, what has to change within me? What am I doing? I'm hanging on to something. I'm clinging to parts of myself that need to still have some love, still have some healing, still have some light shown on them. So my business has been affected tremendously. Like I always have everything I need. Um, it doesn't mean, and this could sound so bypassy, like I always have everything I need and everyone around me is amazing. It's like, <laughs> if, that, if we're talking about goals here, it's well, like, right. <laughs> like everything's awesome in my life. Sucks for you. It's like, no, that's not really it. <laughs> kind of sounds like that, but, uh, my intention is always to be returning to that place of equanimity, returning to that place of like. If things aren't going so great, how can I return to trusting that it will work out? And also having the accountability of, what can I do? What can mm -hmm. I What can I do? Not what can everybody do for me? How can everyone accommodate me and change for me? Um, but what can I do to shift back into that place where it felt good and it felt flowing? Because it should flow. Life should flow. If life is not flowing for you, there is a blockage, right? You, you've done Reiki training. It's like, where's the blockage? 
Where is it? And it's not, it's energy that gets stuck. Like I said earlier, like if energy doesn't move through us, it gets stuck in us. And if you're familiar with the chakra system, our root chakra, we might not feel safe. We might not feel like we have our needs met. If there's something stuck there, maybe a trauma or something you witnessed or something happened to you and you don't heal it and look at it and like let it pass, you're going to keep experiencing that. So just, you know, on the deepest levels, in our businesses, we can go, where am I stuck? Where is energy stuck? Is -hmm. it in my throat? Do I, am I afraid to speak my truth? Like you, Stephanie, you're on this podcast and you're just like, you are connecting with the audience and you're, you're, you're fearlessly sharing your truth. And you're just like out there doing the thing, like something in your throat chakra cleared up, moved through and was like, we are free to express. Yeah. And probably your root chakra is like, I'm safe to share my truth. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and if you felt like I want to do this, this is where, you know, I I talk a lot about alignment is like, if you have the thought and the feeling that's so pure in your body of like, record a podcast, start it, do it. And you're like, I want to so bad. I can't, I can't, I can't, why can't I do this? What's in my way? I'm just like, you know, how many people have, I'm sure happens to you, but (laughs) this is only episode three. But I've had so many people contact me in the whole, how did you do this? It's like, well, you know what I did? I called somebody else, uh, somebody up and asked, can I interview you? And that's what I did. And literally it is that easy once the decision is made. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was like, oh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Once the decision is made, can you follow through? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Like in my, my four essentials funnel of my mini course, it's like intention, dedication, passion, perseverance. You have to have all that. Mm-hmm. You have to. So if you're getting to a crossroads of a blockage, you know, beyond the energy healing, like that, that will help. But the action part is where I like to live because that's where you get to experience. Yes. Everything that you're thinking about and dreaming about, because a lot of people get stuck there. They get stuck at phase one. They're like, wouldn't it be amazing? And oh my gosh, all the things we could do. Anyone can dream. We all have imaginations, but can you believe that it could be true? Could you believe that it's waiting for you to like trust? Could you believe that if you took action after action after action in that aligned, with that aligned intention, that it would probably be right in front of your face? It's like, it's there. It's all there. Well, funny story about the the whole uh, daydreaming aspect, because um, like you said, we all have that creativity in us, every single one of us. Um, and that would be one of my biggest talents, like daydreaming. Oh my goodness. I am such a big dreamer and I get it from my father, but I remember like I had to, I, I, the action part of it, I've really honed that because I'm not sure if any of the listeners or yourself, like if you can feel connected to this, but I love to daydream. I love to get through that process of imagination and really creating things. And then I'd often tell people, you know, I'd say, oh my goodness, I had this amazing idea. (laughs) And then the follow through. So people like, because I said it, um, and my dad is very much like this. So my dad used to, uh, and he's still here, but like when we were kids, he used to really love getting us excited. So he'd tell us we're going to Disney world. 
Now, Kelly, we had no, he had no intention on saying, he goes, he goes <laughs> to take us to Disney World. So he'd tell us, we're going to Disney World. How great will it be? So he'd get us all excited, especially me. My brother was a little, is a little more grounded in his energy, but I'm like, yeah, oh my God. All these things, right? And mom would be in the background going, period. And that's how I would know, okay, so this is just talk. But, you know, I developed that, that daydreaming and also that uh, I love to talk about it and get excited about it. Um, but what I've developed now is the uh, action part, mm -hmm. you know, and really seeing what happens when we take that and just start doing the steps, you know, just start the process of doing the steps. And then it seems like everything honestly just opens up. Now I'm not saying that there aren't any obstacles because girl, I know you know them, yeah. they're there. Mm -hmm. But it's just that moment of possibility becoming reality. Mm -hmm. um, I, I could never go back to just the daydreaming, but I'm so grateful that I have that ability. Um, and before I always used to think that it made me very, uh, wishy-washy, if that makes sense, because I'd have all these dreams and want to talk about them, um, not realizing that other people had expectations that I was actually going to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. But then, uh, then really uh, deciding and, and being okay with, okay, you know what? I love to talk about it, but I also have permission. I'm the one who chooses what I get to do. I'm the one who gets to choose what my heart wants. You know, just because I say it out loud, you know what, that's fine. Um, I had to get past that whole shame of, well, do they remember that I said that and I never follow through? Like, these are the places that my mind would go. Um, and now it's like, that was me 10 years ago. That was me two years ago. It doesn't serve me now. Yes, it felt, it was a great little time to daydream, but that's not my reality today. That's not Stephanie of today, you know? Um, I don't know where that came from, Kelly. I have no idea where that rant just came from. However, <laughs> I love it. In that moment, <laughs> I think that people, you know, who are listening, it's important to hear because daydreaming is amazing. It's it it opens up like that non ordinary reality. It opens up that the possibilities. Like, do you think that people who created like a spaceship? or like a you know a rocket that they didn't dream about at first that they were like wouldn't it be cool and then like holy shit like this could really happen oh my god I'm willing to do this and you know that's innovation and that's progression and that's how we keep moving forward with with great ideas like we're talking on zoom through a microphone through the ether right like Imagine people back in the 1800s and they, somebody told them they were going to do this. They'd be like, you're insane. But mm -hmm. somebody believed it enough that it could be possible. And then a bunch of people started to believe it's enough and start doing their part to create the reality. And that's what we're, where we're at right now. We're in this really cool pivotal moment of like anything's possible and we're starting to become aware of that. The, the awakening process is that we're aware that anything is possible. We're aware that if we follow these 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 breadcrumbs and we can become aware of ourselves, we can heal the parts of us that get in the way of us trusting that, um, that we'll, we'll be able to create really amazing things. But um, to your point of like, you know, dreaming and telling everybody about your dreams and stuff and people think you're, you know, 
you know, you know, maybe not going to follow through or like, you know, it's like, oh, it's just talking, just talk, right? To that point, one of the lessons that I've had to learn because I would be the same, like so many visions would come to me, so many ideas. And I'm like, this is so cool. I want to tell everybody. And then obviously you can't do all, all of them, especially at once. So it creates expectation around. And then maybe you're a flake or maybe you, you know, aren't trustworthy, whatever those people's perceptions. But really it was just you being outwardly expressing what's happening in your mind. So to that point, like one of the lessons that I learned was hold things really sacred until Mm -hmm. they're ready to bloom, until they're ready to be shown. Um, Because it gives it so much more potent energy. Because it's the work you have to do inside, like this funnel I'm talking about, intention, dedication, passion, perseverance. You don't need to tell everybody that you're dedicated to it. I'm going to do it. Everybody see me? Everybody's going to witness and hold me accountable? No, hold yourself accountable. (laughs) Hold yourself to your word first. And then when you're ready to, when you're putting, when you've done the work, you know, in a business sense, talking about business, it's like when you've done the work of like, say, for example, you want to create like an online course and you're like, oh my gosh, I have this idea. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so cool. Hey, is everybody here? How cool it's going to be? Do you all agree? Or wait, then you need like validation. Yes, it's going to be cool. Don't worry. You're going to do great. We've got you. You know, it's like if you can do all that for yourself internally, when you put it out there, it's like it will be so much more received um, than need. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then, then yeah. if for anybody who's uh, I'm doing the hands in the air here yeah. in the background on the Zoom because I'm just yeah. with her, I'm yes. with you, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like hold those things so close to your heart that you give it some space to develop its own thing. Right? Like you want to do this, create this thing, have the idea, dream about it, write it down, look at it, then you know move into. Can I de- dedicate myself to this? Am I willing? to do the process because it's not just going to poof appear. I'm going to have to do some research. I'm going to probably have to get some education. I'm going to probably have to invest some money. I'm going to probably have to um, spend time, my time. Am I willing to spend my time on this? Am I willing to sacrifice? So there has to be a willingness to sacrifice something for something else. Um, So in that phase of like your dream pulls, your dream kind of pulls down into this, this plane of existence can it exist here am i willing to exist with it here and if the answer is yes then you move on to what am i going to do to hold myself accountable what am i going to do to work through the times where it's hard because nobody will care as much as you do nobody nobody cares nobody cares and i don't say that as like nobody cares about you no but everybody's too busy caring about them they're busy doing their thing. They're busy doing the same yeah. thing you're doing. So you can't yeah. have the expectation, right? Release all expectations of anyone else and see if it can live within you. You can grow it. You can dream it. You can plan it. It doesn't mean you won't need to ask for help. Don't misinterpret that. However, if it can exist within you first and then you're able to to start birthing it, but you got to do the work first. It can't just be blah, 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 blah. It has to be, think about it, dream about it, commit to it, 
see if you can work through the hard things and see if it's it lights you up enough because it has to do something for you deeper than making money deeper than somebody giving you praise or recognition mm-hmm. and it has to do something on a soul level for your I want to go back to and I'm sorry to interrupt but I kind of want to you're making me um really connect that whole you were talking earlier about push energy you know whereas what you're talking about is a pull energy like you're being called you're being pulled to do it you're being pulled to birth it you know calling um, it in like i would call it like i'm i'm calling in that which is waiting for me and instead of pushing and clawing my way mm. to where i want to be because that's resistance but imagine being such a magnet to to your your dreams being such a magnet to all of the elements that show up that's when we start seeing synchronicity that's when we start feeling serendipity when things just appear for you people will tell me that all the time everything just works out for you everything and i'm like i'm doing work to be a magnet it's hard <laughs> like it appears you know even dealing with that kind of criticism because people when you start really going for it there will be people not ready to accept that from you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that too. And it can be like when they say it's lonely at the top. I don't think it's lonely at the top. I think that it's, you have to be really connected with yourself to be okay with being with yourself. You know, yeah. like, because those people will rise up if they're ready, if they're willing if they're ready right like nothing's nothing's final it's like if if there's a crew that you've been rolling with and you're they're just like kind of not ready to go where you are but you are ready to go go they will come if they're meant to i've had a lot of people return back into my life and but you can't you can't wait for everybody to be ready because not everybody came into this life ready no they didn't i hope that they will maybe but i don't think that everybody is is always going to be ready for that so we have to focus stay focused it's funny because full circle to the being responsible and uh, being accountable for yourself because um that is my number that that it all boils down to that for me in the, my life lesson you know is um not necessarily like I, I i i feel like it's super important to be able to create environment and teams and to co-create with people that's how this like you said like that's how innovations happen that's how things progress we're not uh he meant to be alone however we are meant to be accountable and we are meant to be self-reliant and self-sufficient in order to be that grounded like you said that that tree that groundedness in any project that we're working on in any relationship that we're in it has to be that um accountability and my favorite word is responsible because it's response able you know, like you're able to respond to the ever-changing environment 
without being rocked, like you said, back to the tree. And ironically, not ironically, synchronicity, whatever. I was listening to another um, YouTube uh, channel this morning, The Heart Alchemist. Um, she has a lot of great things on YouTube. Anyways, uh, she was talking about the tree too. So then you started talking about the tree and now I'm looking at a tree and it all comes full circle with that tree, that being able to respond to the wind, to have that rootedness, but yet the flexibility to move. That's our role to be a um, the best human we can be. It's not about being the best. It's not about being perfect. It's about being responsible for me. You know, you being responsible for you. And if we all did that, if we all did that, plus live in the heart mm -hmm. um, and use our heart as much as we use our mind, where could this world be? Like, really, Kelly, where could it be? So, <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, are you really oh, asking me? Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, actually, you know what? Maybe on a future podcast, only because yeah. of how valuable your time is. But here, I wanted to... Um, because after this conversation, I know that the listener to this podcast uh, will want to connect with you. So you offer so many things, which is what I love about you because you don't, again, limitless. Like I said in the beginning, you don't limit yourself to one thing where you know that you could be of service. You are of service. So, uh, you know, they, right now, what I know is that you have the wonderful, um, your community, which is your limitless soul, your limitless collective, that community that opens only opens certain times of the year. Is that correct? Yeah. So I started it about two years ago and, um, it's, it's, it's developing and changing and shifting into all kinds of different things. But, um, of course we are, we've played around with a lot of different things. And I think what we're going to do next, because I've, what I've created is like a very extensive library of if you are interested in this kind of conversation, if you're interested in this kind of work, I've created a library of content that's accessible at any time. If Because I know that um, money is a really powerful thing. And sometimes we aren't in a place where we can spend a ton of money in one time. Um, and But maybe we're interested in working with that person. So I've tried to create like ways that if you're interested in my work, you can access me with all of my energy and all of this intention in any way that you're ready for. So the collective is that I do two um, live zoom calls every month, every season. So we, we flow with the moon and we flow with uh, the Zodiac calendar. So the energetic signatures that are happening in the universe and like how we can work with them sync up a little better. And, um, we do, I do an energy forecast. So I talk about what's going on and how you can work with it best, your business and your life, whatever you're going through. And then I do a live zoom call. I do a meditation every full moon. And then we do a new moon mastermind where our members have the ability to, to take over the platform and teach, um, and share their expertise with the rest of the community. It's been really beautiful, really profound. Um, and then I have a library of things like, uh, energy healing for yourself, meditations that exclusively are in there, um, exclusive workshops, workbooks, uh, all kinds of stuff, energy healing, um, so that you can get into this place that you're looking for. And that's um, going to be open up to the public at all times. So what we'll start doing is probably around May, once I get some things sorted out, is that you'll be able to 
um, if you want to join for a month, you can, if you, and just come to like a few of the zoom calls. If you just are like, I just need a little bit. Um, and then you can use the library or you can stay for three months and maybe commit to three months of work using the library of content, join the live calls, or you can do a whole year. So I'm going to change it so that you'll be able to do that. So maybe you want to just hop in a new moon mastermind, like somebody awesome is teaching and you're like, I want to teach that, go to that class. You'll be able to come to that class for like $22 and you'll have access the rest of the month to all of my offerings. Or you can, you know, choose the different options. So there's there there will be a, available options that are really affordable. Um, I also do one-on-one -on -one intuitive coaching where it's really deep, really intense <laughs> work. That's what people say when they walk away from me. They're like, "Oh my God, what the hell just happened?" Um, but I'm I'm finding that that work is definitely for people who are uh, ready to seriously commit to whatever fork in the road you're at or wherever you're feeling a little stuck it's two different calls it's a thousand dollars just to be transparent um and i i spend three hours with you an hour and a half and an hour and a half and we go really deep um, i follow up with a whole uh pdf file of of our notes and, and calls to action and things for you to do so that's a really um deep way to work with me and um, then I have a mini course that's $77. It's awesome if you're kind of like ready for that step, but maybe not ready to invest a, a larger investment. And then I have a journal prompt workbook, which is amazing, super helpful, trying to get it published. If anyone's a publisher, holler at me. <laughs> but um, I have to have a conversation about that. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. So I have all of these, these different offerings that are really accessible. Um, and then I'm going to start hosting retreats. I'm hosting my first retreat in Costa Rica. Yeah, August 21st to the 28th. It's going to be amazing. It's um, open to anyone who's interested in coming to a place where you can fully immerse yourself. It's like a very immersive trip. Um, it's going to be so fun because I love fun. But it's also going to be three workshops where you're able to dive really deep into... Um, Awakening, activation, and embodiment. That is the flow and the process, and it's called Awaken Your Limitless Soul. And we're going to be doing some of the deeper work. I'll be teaching yoga and meditation every day. Um, we have some amazing sponsors like We We Essentials, and we have a few other people who are joining us. So the swag bags are going to be like a couple hundred dollar swag bags. So that alone is worth it. Um, right on the beach in Costa Rica, very healing lands. My, two of my teachers here, my Reiki master and one of my um, teachers who I've learned a lot about shamanism and journeying from and crystals is going to be there. So it's going to be a very supportive time for me as well to be able to bring some really deep healing to people and transformation. So that's August 21st to the 28th and we still have like 10 spots open. So if you're interested in that, like, and that calls to you and you're just like, oh, I need that. Uh, we have a payment plan until March 31st. I'm not sure when this will be out, but um, I did set up a payment plan so that you can have a little more accessibility. Um, so yeah, I want everyone who is wanting to come to be able to come. Oh my God, I love it. My heart, as soon as I got the email, my heart went, oh, I'd love to go. However, Canada, our travel restrictions during this time is uh, yeah, a bit too... Uh, it's too tight for me having to uh, isolate so long when I get back. So, 
Yeah. So anyway, but either way, I'm so excited for for you and I'm excited to manifest myself there at a different retreat. I mean, it doesn't have to be in August. There's always August 2022. I mean, I, I like I mean, shoes in that. That's <laughs> my that is my vision. That's where I I I'm in I'm an in-person person. I love connection in person and um Costa Rica is just a really special place to me. I feel very connected there. So yeah, we'll see where this takes us, but this will be my first really big event, you know, since 2019 that I've hosted. So I'm, I'm very excited and hoping that there'll be many more to come. Oh, you know, there will, mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're so, you're just so good at it. So it's, it's, yeah. you're bringing people co- together, that whole collective thing. I mean, yes. that's a talent of yours. So yes, it'll I be so, okay, just, um, I have been listening to podcasts for many, many years. And one of my favorite things is um, the rapid fire at the end of you know, <laughs> that whole trend, right? So here is the woo-woo version. Okay. It's Groundhog Day, but it's not Groundhog Day in a bad way. It's the best Groundhog Day of your life. Okay. This is basically a heaven for you. Okay. So um, first of all, Give me a synapse of what Groundhog Day for Kelly Mason looks like. Oh my gosh. So I'm definitely like with my kids and my husband. Um, It's probably like what we're about to do next week. (laughs) We're going to be in Costa Rica next week. And like, that is my favorite thing of all time is like, having the time because I'm always like I need some time to myself but I don't when everybody leaves I'm like wait everybody come back um so my groundhog day would definitely be like on a beach specifically probably Costa Rica Nassara Santa Teresa Nicoya Peninsula area um eating like amazing amazing fresh healthy food all day I love to eat so much (laughs) I'm a Taurus moon I'm like give me all the food and I love relaxing and I love being pampered so I'd be also probably getting like energy work done and a facial and a massage and like this sounds like I'm a goddess I'm like I want people to like bring me the food and you are a goddess so high maintenance i'm like i want everybody okay. to just like this is your groundhog day <laughs> seriously oh my gosh um music i'm listening to music i love music all day long i listen to music um and i am like fully present for the sunrise and the sunset and i'm swimming in both of them that's that's really powerful uh yeah and like everyone is just like laughing and present and we're just like in bliss that's it oh it sounds wonderful so in that um one more thing in your groundhog day so if you had to bring along one book article one piece of yeah just writing what would it be I would bring my great aunt's books. So she has um, three different, four different books on enlightenment, the uh, the dawn of enlightenment, consciousness, uh, the oneness is all there is. Yeah, she ha- she's, she's a scribe. So she's scribed books on enlightenment and that's been a really special part of my journey and connection um, to have that. So I 
I would I, I would have one of her books for sure. Oh my goodness, the little kid in me who has always wanted a friend or a mentor who uh, I'm just like, they're lit up. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I would love to have a family member like that who just understood. Um, but that's why I have a chosen tribe who mm-hmm. now is there with me to understand and you know just be in it. So that is just beautiful. So what those? What is your aunt's name? Your great aunt's name? Well, she, she was born Diane, but she goes by Tara. Was her given name? So like the Bodhiswaha Tara, T A R A. Yeah. So it it's like this protector, liberator, uh, goddess. So if you look up like Tara, the goddess Tara. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's she's. She's like the female Buddha. I love it. I love it. I'm going to go look that up now. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Kelly. Um, I know that the listener is definitely going to want to get in touch with you. So right now, um, I know that you have the beautiful, um, you have the Limitless Collective, which we've talked about, Mm -hmm. but you also have a few different ways to reach you on Instagram. So we can get you at Kelly Mason. Um, Yeah. It's a limitless Kelly because I keep changing it. I was trying to find like what I liked the most for my personal page, but limitless Kelly is my Instagram. And I, most of the time I'll share stuff about like my, my real life, I guess, like being a mom and what I'm doing behind the scenes of, of like what it looks like to be living out things I share in limitless soul. Um, And then at limitless soul life, is where we share a lot about the podcast, um, connecting with the community, uh, things that are going on in the collective, stuff like that is, is on that page. Um, and you can go to limitlesssoullife.com is where we have. And the podcast is Limitless Soul. I have been there since episode one. I, yeah, I know. I wasn't, I I had to backtrack to episode one, but I've been there since, you know, I think you might've been five episodes in, um, way back in the day when it was, uh, all for hairstyles. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, that's what I originally, you know, uh, had a career in, have a career in, whatever. So uh, yeah, it really related to me. But now it's it's evolved into something beautiful because, as you know, the conversation drew in all different types. It wasn't just hairstylists. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that just happened. You know, and I would say, like, anyone's listening, and you feel like you got to pit your you're like stuck in a niche or you're stuck in a, a lane. It might take a little bit of like maneuvering to figure out how you can flow in a different space, but like, don't limit yourself. If you feel like you want to expand, expand. And that's been really powerful because I was, I I was feeling stifled in the hairdresser box and I was like, but that's just like one thing I do. Like, that's just one part of who I am. Very small part of who I am. So I felt that, um, yeah, and my clients knew it, my like extended community knew it. And so when I heard people saying, well, I'm not a hairdresser, but I listen, is it okay that I listen? And I'm like, yes, you can't listen. <laughs> I'm like, I am missing the mark here because the people who are wanting to hear from me, I'm not talking to them. They're finding me anyway, but I need to talk to them. So. Yeah, I love that. And it's, uh, it comes to me like the whole, one of my favorite sayings is how can I? 
So, you know, that whole opening up, like you said, the expansiveness, that one question, how can I, as opposed to the automatic, I can't, or what does it look like? Simply ask, listen, if you ask your brain, it'll come up with the answer. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Sure. Thank you so much, uh, Kelly. And this has been a wonderful conversation. You are the perfect guest for the Woo Woo podcast. So thank you for this. I'm hoping that we'll have more conversations and I'm sure we will. Enjoy yourself in Costa Rica. And to the listener again, you can catch Kelly uh, on her podcast at Limitless Soul. If you enjoyed this one, you are going to love, love, love uh, what she has to offer on that. And uh, get connected. I know that she is great with responding so she's really amazing with her audience so thank you for being you kelly thank you for being so limitless i am um, very excited to continue to have more conversations but thank you for your time today thank you stephanie it was great being here thank you everybody bye <laughs> thank you love you all have a great day well, that concludes this episode of the Let Your Woo Woo Show podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate, and don't forget to share to anyone you think would enjoy it. And remember, we are all a little woo woo. That's what makes you you. Much love to you all. Until next time.